0: This is the Virtual Pause Podcast, a time to integrate body, mind, heart, and spirit, which leads to resilience and stability in our everyday chaos. This is your host, Angie Wynn. When you have a newborn, you don't sleep, but it's a newborn and you love the newborn. When you have a new puppy, you don't sleep because the puppy's cute and that's fine, you get over it. When you have an 11-year-old dog who doesn't sleep, it's really hard to see the silver lining. But the interesting thing, which has nothing to do with what I'm gonna talk about today, I don't think, you never know where it goes, um, is that sometimes if I don't sleep well, and I fight it, then it's just a bad day. But if I just kind of throw my hands up and go, okay, like I'm half here. Um, it's amazing. It's, I feel like there are so many times before I have to, to do something big or have a big conversation or something like that. And then I, before I didn't sleep. And so my agenda, I don't, I can't contrive anything because I'm too tired. And then sometimes those are the best conversations. So that's where I'm at today. I'm going to just be present and see what flows. So um, in my my book, I talk about two by fours, right? And I call two by fours, I name it, remind you of a set of rules of which you were not informed in the game, which you did not know you were playing. So two by fours, How I see them is you're standing there, you're engaged in a conversation, whatever, and everything seems to be going fine. All of a sudden you just get hit because you are, um, something comes at you that you are, that you totally did not expect. And when I am in a situation where something comes at me that I didn't expect, I immediately am in fight or flight mode, right? Um, Usually flight, like I just may physically be there, but I check out, I withdraw. Um, And then usually I fight later (laughs) in my head. Um, But, you know, we're in this, you're in a situation you didn't expect and you get off kilter. That's how I see it. It's two by four hits you and you're off kilter. Well, there are times, like if you've been around the same people who, smack you with two by fours, and I'm not talking physical, mental, spiritual, emotional abuse. I'm talking about people that you have to interact with in life that sometimes can be hypercritical or um, just there's some tension there or you have no idea what they're going to say but you know it's going to be something right and a, a few weeks ago i had i was talking with a with a guy who i had experienced that type of um, heavy criticism right very heavy criticism in my in, in the past and this time so I saw him and he was going to talk to me about my book because he read my book, which I'm grateful for. But when you publish a book, people buy it. It's all exciting. And then when they start to read it, then it gets extremely scary, right? Like some people don't say anything and they're like, are they reading it or not? Or, and then some people have strong opinions, which you want them to. But in my experience with this person, I was ready for high criticism, Right. And so I had an advantage of walking into this going, okay, there's going to be a two by four, but it doesn't have to be a two by four. I don't have to get shocked what is about to come at me. However, I think that the reaction of, oh, this guy's going to come in and he's going to criticize me can immediately put me in fight or flight mode as well. Right. So the same thing can happen where I'm like, okay, my, my, fists are up, right? So what does that look like? Well, I'm standing there listening to him, not really listening to him because I'm ready to, what am I going to respond? How am I going to say? How am I going to defend myself? I'm in a defensive posture. Or I allow his opinions to, you know, get into my identity and my soul and eat me up. I am a loser. I should have never written this book. I'm not smart enough. Um, Or completely dismiss him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Whatever it is, right? I can still be in a very protective stance, which doesn't necessarily help the situation at all. So I noticed something different. And of course, I don't notice it in the moment. I have to reflect on it. But so I I put my feet solidly in the ground. I'm standing talking to him and I'm like, okay, all of a sudden, my feet are hip distance apart, and my spine is tall, and I am stable. And I was very, very, very cognizant about this. Like I gotta get, I gotta get stable because <laughs> I don't know what's gonna come. And um, and then, I became it's it's interesting because I'm I don't really know, I'm trying to articulate what happened. But there's, there's this shift in me of, from defensiveness to openness um, and indifference. So the word indifference I've used, I actually, my mentor introduced me to that concept years ago, and I've used it throughout my life and my coaching practice. And the immediate reaction I had to that word and the others have to it when I'm working with them is, indifference is bad indifference means not passionate not involved not committed not engaged it means you just don't care but that's not that's not how i'm seeing indifference and how i was taught about indifference indifference is i am unattached i am detached to the outcome from the outcome my identity is not going to change based upon what you have to say to me, right? My my sense of worth is not gonna go either way based upon what you have to say to me because I am indifferent. And the beauty about being indifferent, like it's one thing if I stand there and I'm like, okay, I'm ready, I'm still in defensive mode, I stand there, though, and I'm indifferent, and I'm curious, it makes me curious. Okay, well, what do you have to say? How did this strike you? It honestly, it's like a shift of defensiveness in me to curiosity about you. How did you perceive this? What's going on in you? Um, and... If you don't like it, then that's okay, right? It's not gonna change who I am or the perception of myself. But I I don't do that automatically. I think it's, I say that though, but I, I didn't process it when I was there, but the first thing I did was I set my feet firmly in the ground. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be present. I'm gonna be with this person. And then that shift happened where, and I am indifferent to what his opinion is, and it's not going to change who I am. Um, Ironically, he was very positive. His feedback was very positive and interesting and informative, Um, and I was actually quite surprised. And then that led to A conversation where he talked a lot about just different things in his life and what he was going through and if i would have been on the defense then and which means i'm not present right because i'm in my head trying to figure out how i'm going to respond or hide or flight or freeze or whatever um then i think i wouldn't my presence wouldn't have made it safe for him to continue on and talk about himself So very interesting. And so indifference doesn't mean you don't care, you're not compassionate, you're not passionate, you're not committed, but you are indifferent to the outcome. Um, It's not going to knock you down like a two by four does, right? So, we always go back to the body and the more and more and more and more and more I live, the more I, um, see how important our bodies are to listen to, but also to stabilize, right? To get ourselves in an open, strong spine, tall position where we are grounded and connected to the earth. Um, we're so integrated that if we don't, Stabilize our body first, then we're going to get smacked down easily. So we go through the practice every week of stabilizing our bodies and opening them up. We do that by loosening things, right? By by making the brick that we woke up with begin to look more like jelly or gumby. So let's inhale and bring our arms up over our heads and really feel your vertebrae, see how much you can separate your vertebrae. So your shoulders come up, your torso gets long and then exhale, bring your hands down, your hands at heart center, feeling that sense of stability, that pause. Inhale, bring your arms up, hands together, separating your vertebrae. Exhale, bring your arms down to heart center. And so that you won't get bored, we'll do it a little different today. Inhale, bring your arms up. Clasp your hands together with your palms facing up and bring both arms off to the side so you have a nice side bend stretch. Inhale, come up. Exhale over, holding it here. Inhaling and exhaling. And then inhale, come up exhale the other side bring your arms over to the other side with your palms still clasped together inhale come up exhale over holding here inhaling and exhaling and then come up and bring your arms down take one arm and hug it with the other arm looking over at your extended hand Breathing in and out. So you're really stretching your shoulders here. And exhale, shake it out. Bring the other arm over. Inhaling, exhaling. bring it over. So every week we just do this from our chairs, but I'm going to video a bit of a longer body Um, beginning of our practice and send it to you guys at some point so that you can get an opportunity when you are in a comfortable and private place where you can um, move your whole body. So let's make a tall spine as you inhale, exhale, turn to the side. We're going to twist. So your right hand is behind you, your left hand on your right knee, looking over your shoulder, inhaling and exhaling. come back to neutral and reverse sides. Inhaling tall spine, exhaling, looking over your shoulder, twist. And come back to center. Just move your spine. Let's move our wrists one direction and the other opening and closing your hands. And then open up your arms, push out your chest and your chin like you're holding the world as you inhale. As you exhale, drop your chin chin to your chest, rounding your back, giving yourself a hug. Inhale, open up. Exhale, give yourself a hug, chin to chest. Inhale, open up. Exhale, give yourself a hug, chin to chest, and slowly rise up. And let's quiet our minds, sitting up tall, shoulders back and down, closing your eyes. Inhale from your belly, imagining the breath coming up through your ribs, up through the crown of your head, hold it. And exhale. Inhale, belly rises. Breath comes up through your chest, up through the crown of your head, hold it. And exhale. One more breath, inhale, belly up through your ribs, through the crown of your head. And exhale. Imagine yourself in a position where you are expecting a two by four to hit you. Imagine planting your feet into the ground, standing tall, like a mountain shoulders back and down and just inhale stability exhale chaos inhale integration Exhale, fragmentation. Inhale, openness. Exhale, defensiveness. Inhale, presence. Exhale, absent. Inhale, indifference. Exhale, attachment. And imagining yourself in this position, what do you have to gain by being defensive and in fight or flight mode. Caveat being, this is not a life or death situation, right? But in this interaction with a person, what do you have to gain to be in fight or flight mode or defensiveness? Does it give you a sense of control and power to be all armored up and attached to the outcome? Does it give you a sense of approval and acceptance to be on the defensive Stance. Does it give you a sense of security and safety? Imagine in this scenario, you let all of those go. It's like you're holding these different weapons. You drop these weapons. You stand there stable, present, integrated, open, indifferent, imagining yourself in this space. How does that feel in your body? How does that feel or what images and thoughts come to mind? What emotions come up for you? Do you feel stable, whole, integrated? Imagine what comes after this, after this, Sense of stability, how might you respond? How might you listen better? How might you be still? So now we're ready to listen. First time I read it, just listen. A feeling of aversion or attachment towards something is your clue. There's work to be done. The next time I read it, what word or phrase jumps out at you? A feeling of aversion or attachment towards something is your clue. There's work to be done. What is your soul saying to you as you listen to this, as you connect to your God, creator divine? A feeling of aversion or attachment towards something is your clue there's work to be done. the last time i read it what is your prayer or your response a feeling of aversion or attachment towards something is your clue there's work to be done Bringing this around full circle. I think that is the gift sometimes of being tired, Um, of not being able to control your own sleepiness or high functioning brain is that you can't fight, right? You just surrender. Then it allows you to be present. And if you don't have the energy to try and create your own agenda and know what your response is before you have even finished listening, then you can give the gift of presence and ordinary conversations. So thank you all today. And may we walk in different throughout our day. Thank you so much for joining today's virtual pause podcast. I hope that you can experience some stability in the midst of chaos.